Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. So we've had her on the podcast before and we are absolutely thrilled to be sitting down with this amazing woman. Um, obviously, loads of stress about kids starting school, what they should be able to do, what they shouldn't be able to do and all that stuff. So we thought we'd put it to Daisy from 5 Minute Mom. Welcome back. Yay! Hello. Nice to be back again. You know I'm so glad we're having this chat because I yeah. think Axel went to school at just after lockdown, which actually th- kind of still was lockdown. Um and so I don't know, I didn't, I, I sort of prepared and I was a bit worried, but I didn't have that many people to talk to about it. This time round, I actually received a letter in the post, Gigi starting school in September, and it listed this big, I mean, it's like three pages, big long list of stuff that they should be able to do and all of that. And you know what, it kind of was helpful, but I just thought anyone, you know, who also received that, who's worrying, panicking, you yeah. know, not really knowing where to start or what to do with this info. I thought it would be really good to have to have this chat. Definitely. I mean, it's daunting for the children, obviously, which we can understand, but it's daunting for the parents. And I think we sometimes forget yeah. that. It's a big life change. And whether it's your third, second, third, fourth child, it's still a life change you're having to suddenly adapt to. And I think 
yeah, it's really important to talk about it being daunting on both sides. Yeah. And before we get into this, um, for anybody listening that is feeling really anxious ahead of their kids starting school in September, my son Kit could only write his name. He's in reception. He could only write his name. He was calling himself Ace at school and writing Ace. Obviously, his name's Kit. Uh, up until like maybe a month ago. So we're talking like February 2023. Um, and he also didn't know any of his letters. He's obviously learned to read this year, but he still can't wipe his own bum. So and I'm <laughs> like what do you do when you're at school and he's like I just hold it in all day and just do a poo in the morning or at home and I'm like it's a skill but you know dude we are going to have to get you to wipe your own bum at some point so um, if anybody is panicking about what their kid can and can't do don't worry we're all in the same boat exactly please don't stress about it and Daisy's going to tell us why today yeah and we're just here to like give some tips yes that's it exactly (laughs) right George do you want to kick us off Let's kick off. My daughter only knows the letter A. I'm worried she doesn't know letters. First things first, you do not need to teach your children letters before they start school. It's really useful if they can recognise the first letter of their name or even the whole of their name uh, and just sort of say, that's my name and recognise it. That is kind of useful because they're going to have perhaps little things with their names on that the teachers might start them off with learning but they don't need to be able to know the alphabet or write the alphabet or do any of those things. The teachers will start that from the very beginning as if they are teaching all their children who have come in and they know absolutely nothing and they're complete blank, lovely little canvases and we're going to fill their brains with all this information right from the beginning. So you don't need to stress yourself or worry about teaching them phonics or the alphabet. Obviously, if you do that stuff and your child enjoys it at home and you have fun and you do bits and bobs here and there, you taught them the letters of their name, they like to write, they like to do things, some kids are like that, then that's great and wonderful. But it's not absolutely essential for your child to know that starting school. So please don't stress. Do you know what? That's so that's so good to hear. Gigi has a phonics lesson at preschool every Monday. And they come out with a little sticker on it that's I can't believe it is like Robo, someone or the other. And I'm like, oh, did you learn any sounds? She goes, no. And I'm like, <laughs> we didn't learn any sounds. No. I'm like, okay, cool. And Fine. the preschool teacher behind you going, yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> it's so funny. We go through all the lessons. We're like, what about ah? Did you learn ah? She's like, no. <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. So whether, when they're ready, they will, they will pop and get it. And it might not be at that first September start of school time that they are ready. It's going to like maybe take some children a little bit longer. A bit longer. Yeah. Right. Next question here. And this is really um, this is really sort of hitting for me as well, actually, because this is this is what happened to Kit. My daughter will be going to a different school from all of her other friends. Any tips? Yeah. Obviously, you want to talk to them about that. So you kind of want to prepare them and have little chats little and often. So you don't want to kind of just dump this off and be like, you're going to this school. That's going and they're going to that school. Maybe when they're nice and calm and you've got a bit of time together, sometimes they just come and sit with you on the sofa, don't they? Any reason you can just meet the TV and just say, oh, um, I'm really excited about starting school. You're starting school. Let's have a chit chat about it. And then you can kind of gently introduce that to them and see how they feel. So ask them and then revisit it over and over again over the next few months. Keep sort of checking in with them. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about it? If they have any anxieties and worries, um, first of all, it might be worth flagging that with their soon-to-be teacher. So when you find out your school placements in April and you're given your teacher placements quite often, they introduce themselves at some point in June. Um, then just mention it to the teacher and say that, you know, this is something we're concerned about and they will do their best as well to help that transition. But it's about sort of making it seem really exciting. Well, 
you're going to have double the amount of friends now because you've got all your friends from here and you're going to make all these new friends. Mm -hmm. And in my new book, Starting School, which is for the children, I talk about tips for how to make friends. And the first thing we start with, what's your name? Yeah. What's your name? They're friends. (laughs) And it's it's not the same for when parents on the playground, unfortunately. It doesn't quite work the same. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Show them your bogey and be like, oh, have you seen this? And then instantly you're friends for life. (laughs) That's what Georgia did to me, by the way. Yeah, I did. I did. I showed my bogey. Yeah, showed the bogey. And I thought, "Mm." want to try it? That's my favorite. It (laughs) works. Um, Daisy, I I said to Luna, I said to Luna, why don't you go? Because she was struggling in the first week, as they all do. And I said to her, why don't you go in and just say to the person, next to you hi I'm Luna did you want to be friends and she did that and now she's got this best mate Anna and they are inseparable because of that moment she said she came back she said I've made a friend today Anna and there's I mean it was a love it's a lovely way of doing it but I think sometimes they need to be shown how to make friends as probably we do sometimes I was just gonna say that because we just assume that they will just know what to do but actually I watched Gigi the other day we go and watch Axel play football sometimes and there's like a little group of girls who you know maybe they're brothers or sisters are playing and she was like I want to play with them can you go and ask them for me and I was like no 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 I can't ask them so then she, I was watching her she just went and stood near them and they were ignoring her and you know obviously oh. your heart's broken like oh no they're ignoring her and then she's come back to me and I was like Gigi just say to them can I play and it took her so long but in the end she did she just went up she went oh can I play and obviously they were like yeah of course you can yeah of course you can and you just saw her like oh, look at me oh, like so sweet. happy good for her they didn't know what to do like they you know they don't always know what to do do they exactly they're just having those little like I said five minute conversations here and there you can drop things into them like you know when someone else is on their own you can ask them to come and play or you know you can just sort of drop little tidbits of advice and hopefully some of it sort of sinks in um here's one my son is an extremely fussy eater what should i do about school lunch times mm, interesting it's a really personal decision and i think you will know your child best as to whether or not you think this is an opportunity to perhaps push them a little bit into trying new things or whether this mm. is something that be traumatic for them and you think it's not worth it and you also have to recognize the fact that if you commit to making packed lunches you are committed (laughs) i've avoided this like the plague because to me trying to make lunches on top of everything else i'm trying to do to get the kids out the door in the morning is just one step too far same so it's kind of a real personal family decision i have had friends who have had incredibly fussy eaters and she has used it as an opportunity to show him that he needs to join in and eat and try new things and he didn't eat lunch for weeks and weeks and the school got involved and they talked about it and they did stuff with him he now eats brilliantly yes that's because they're sort of with their peers they see other people trying things it's yeah. a different environment um, and I know personally from my children my eldest is fussier than my youngest and he came home and was like, oh, I like chicken tikka masala. And I nearly fell off my chair. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> what? Do you know how many times we've tried some chicken in some sort of sauce and you've just like looked at me like I've served you a poo pie? Like, <laughs> but I just, I was like, wow. So that is now we have like a family curry night where we have like a chicken tikka masala. Brilliant. It sort of gave us the opportunity for them to try anything. I think it's a really yeah. personal decision and you will know your child best as to whether you think it's an opportunity for new foods or whether it will just be too traumatic for them. Yep. And you would rather yeah. make them a lunch you know they're going to eat. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Kit, Kit, Kit told me last night that he's been eating apples at school for months. 
This is the little shit that won't touch what? the fruit or vegetables at home. Yeah. He goes, oh, I have an apple at school every day. I've done it for months. I was like, you've done what? <laughs> I, cut them in, I cut them into the shape of a stegosaurus the other day and you wouldn't fucking eat it. <laughs> like Florence is saying with banana, she's like, oh, do you know that the ones with the brown bits are the sweetest? My teacher told me. I'm like, yeah. I told you that years ago, but you know, yeah, you won't, yeah, you won't, yeah. I'll be putting Gigi into school lunches for sure. Absolutely. This is from Rebecca. Tips for separation anxiety, both me and my little one. Oh, it's really hard, isn't it? Like, I just remember that first time you went to school and after about three weeks, I just had this huge pang mm. of missing him so much. I was just like, where is he? He's not around. It's hard. Um, but so we do the hearts on the wrists. I'm sure you might have heard of this already. Yeah. Um, and we do a little heart drawn on our wrists with, um, I usually use like a Sharpie. And they're sort of cuddle buttons or love buttons. And before they went to school, I sat with you and I showed him how it worked, that we'd press them together and sort of charge them up and cuddle each other. And I'd say, every time I press that in the day, I'm thinking of you and sending you love and you can send it back to me. And so we've always done that. Now, uh, my youngest, Florence, she, she uses it a lot more. She has a lot more anxiety. So quite often if she's having a wobbly morning, I'll say, do you want a heart? And she says, yes. And so we draw that on. And that sort of seems to give her a little bit of reassurance. Um, and that that just helps that. And she'll say after school, how many times mm. did you press it? So those oh, little kind oh, of that's tips. that's so lovely. Nice things to do. And I think that, you know, again, just talking to the teacher if you are at all worried about their anxiety and letting them know that that might be an issue. I love that. Someone oh, actually lovely. wrote in and said, not um, not a question, but just advice, drawing the heart on each other's hands really helped my little boy. Um, there yes, are nice. a lot of questions about summer babies um you know so worried about june babies august babies should they keep them back a year are they at a disadvantage in your experience you know what 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 happens so um i've got two sort of sides of experience in this in that i when i was teaching obviously i had that side and then as a parent so my children were born in may and june so ewan is a summer baby and because um, it kind of goes June, July, August are the ones that are kind of considered yeah. summer. Both mine are, yeah. Yeah, so I think in terms of if you've got a very late summer baby, August, end of August, and you're wor- wondering about whether to um, push them into the next year, I think I've always answered people with this to say, it's a decision of what works for your family. So if you think it's going to benefit your family massively to put them into school this year, then do that. If you yeah. feel like it benefit you to keep them back, do that. There are no right and wrong with it. There's no nothing to say that it benefits them or doesn't benefit them in any kind of specific way. It's really based on, like I said before, you knowing your child and what is actually going to work for your family. I had taught children who were August babies and they were absolutely flying in my classroom and I was pushing them, pushing them and giving them more and more challenging mm, things that's to do. That's amazing. Yeah. And then I taught children who were born in September who needed extra support. There is no rule with it. Mm. And the teachers are completely aware of it. They assess accordingly. They understand that some children are born a whole nine months, 10 months later than some of their peers. And you sort of, you recognize that you'll see it in the classroom sometimes emotionally. They are at different stages and teachers are very good at managing this. Don't forget, reception class, the first class they go into is learning through play, accessing that with them and showing them how to learn through it. So, that, you know, they'll have out loads and loads of stuff. Every, if you walk into an early years classroom, it looks like chaos. But actually what they're all doing, if you can see them, they're all busy, 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 busy. And the teacher will be 
walking around and she'll just be inputting to lots of the children doing lots of things with them it's just about sort of watching them and and pulling them on when they're ready. Yeah, I was going to say Axel's an August um, baby, and you know I think sometimes, it's particularly this time time of year, when they're still three, and you're thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to be starting school in September. That feels mm-hmm. huge, especially yeah. you know when some kids are already four and they're nearly going to be five. You know when they start school, um, I was worried about that. You know he was two weeks. I think it was four, two weeks before he started school. Um, yeah. And it's been fine. Like it really, it, it, maybe it's been great, hasn't he? Yeah, He's loved it. it's been yeah. totally fine. It may be the first couple of months, like emotionally, I don't know. But yeah, they, it, it, they all catch up, I think. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? it? We've got to be careful not to compare. So don't compare to another parent in your class who says, oh, you know, my child's reading books already. And you think, no, oh my God. definitely not. It doesn't mean anything at this age. It's so varied in what they can achieve. Yeah. So don't try not to compare your children to mm. each other because they are still getting it in their own time. Exactly. Also, something weird about being at school in the 80s or my fact that my mum didn't want me, parents didn't want me around. But I was like a whole year and two months ahead of like as in I'm a November baby and I should have had another year and somewhat at, at school uh, sorry at home but I was sent to school early for some reason I don't think you could do that in the 80s I don't think you can do it now and then it was only when I got to 12 when I tried to sit my common entrance that all of those flaws started to all, all of those sort of I, I guess I had issue you know with my dyslexia and stuff but it wasn't until that point that I then had to repeat the year so even yeah. like you said Daisy I love what you just said then if it works for your family now getting them in but they are a really you know they are an August or July baby it might not be till later on that you see the issues or you know they need a bit of extra support and that's okay too it doesn't always have yeah. to look the same way does it no, no absolutely exactly. everybody's that's journey will be different so yeah. I think it's yeah it's important to be aware of that and yeah, yeah I think it's a really good way to, to view it yeah my parents didn't want me around they were like send us to school <laughs> Should be at home for a whole another year yet, guys. I started in January. I started like halfway. So did weird, I. Right? That's what yeah. I did. I started in January. Like all the summer babies were January, or like if you were born after January, you started in January, and if you were born, in so September. maybe that's what oh, we couldn't figure it out. It was really, it's really weird to think how it worked back in the day. It was totally different to now, isn't it? Yeah, it was more relaxed, right. and you could kind of almost pick and choose when you wanted. I think because I was an October baby, so it wasn't like I was summer. But I think my mum wanted me to start a bit later because I don't know, <laughs> and so I just did. And I remember, yeah, right, okay. Well, maybe that's what. Happened. How old are you, Daisy? I'm thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Okay, yeah, so similar. Okay, maybe that's what it was. I was like, you just didn't want me around. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back after this short break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite 
of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? I love this one. Tips on getting two kids out the door by 8 a.m. Oh, oh my God. Goodness. Just get it. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Yeah, exactly. It feels like um, one of those challenge annikas sometimes, doesn't it? Where you're like, go, 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 get all the things. I'm quite lucky. My kids get up really early. And I have taught them how to get themselves cereal and sit at the yeah, table. Yeah. And then by the time I come down, they've eaten their breakfast. Um, I grab a cup of tea and that's when we actually do our reading in the morning because I find that they're better. And then we do a little bit of five minutes of reading and then they go off. we go off to get ready. Um, I think the key thing is, and you're going to say the same as me, I'm sure, girls, is um, getting as much ready ahead of time as you can. Yeah. So yep. our uniforms um, are in a specific place the kids know where they are i have a thing stuck to the door which says monday uniform PE kit for each of the children so they can see that i can see that anyone else yeah. that happens to be dressing them can see it because i mean i don't know about your schools but ours is like some days it's, it's forest school day some days it's PE yeah. day and so it's always something different and so i try to like write that all down at the beginning of each term right what days are they doing what have that uniform ready to go try and do it on a sunday night and um, and just getting as much energy ready you know stuff by the door i think a lot of it I, and I say this in my first book is about giving your children a bit of control over it so we put up some pegs that were specifically for school coats school shoes school bags and the kids know when they get in we got into this routine of like get out letters and homework out your bag you put it on the kitchen table you hang your bag up and so then it's like into a bit of a loop we do something similar, yeah. And do it straight from the off. So this is your chance if you've got newbies starting in September or August is, you know, start it from the very beginning. This is what we do every day. We take our shoes here, we put our coat up, we get our homework or letters out the bag and that hangs up too. And then it's all ready for tomorrow morning, you know, refuel the drink bottle, put that back in and then everything's ready to roll in yeah. the morning. I think mm. I need to do that. I'm the one, I'm the person who finds up the crumpled letter like at the bottom of the bag like three weeks later. I wouldn't think that about you, George. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I like put the mats on the on the table. This is something new that I've just started doing. But I lay the table the night before, so before we go up to bed, I just put the mats down, the you know the cereal, and then just a couple of uh, bowls and spoons, and then they're just there. So I'm not like trying to do that. That bit has helped me in the morning. And then the uniform thing. If you don't have the uniform out, that is a nightmare because oh, you're going yeah, around no, going, no. oh god, oh where's a polo shirt? Oh god, I haven't got a clean jumper. All that kind yeah. of stuff. And then clean it's socks, just adding clean, yeah. time to yeah. It's all got to be yeah. ready. The amount of times I've flannelled off a stain on a, on a t-shirt and then used a hair yeah. straightener to 
straighten the collars instead of an iron just because that's the only bit that's going to get seen. Such a great tip. <laughs> and then a shot of tequila anything. before you leave. Oh, you don't iron anything? No, nothing. <laughs> right, one more, George, because we're running out of time. Someone's just put here, what key things should they know before starting? Is it just wiping his own bum? Well, as I confirmed at the beginning of this podcast, <laughs> Kit can't do that, so don't stress about that either. Yeah, actually, do you know what? It might be good to round up. Yeah, what are like the key takeaways? So I would say one of the key things you want to encourage your child to do is to ask a grown-up if they need support or help. So asking for help is a real skill. So if they do need help to wipe the bum, if they do need help to, can I have a drink, please? I'm thirsty. Sort of giving them the confidence and courage to say it's okay to ask somebody to help. So in the next few months, if you can, just step back a little bit. And when you can see them sort of struggling to do something, put their coat on or whatever, just look at them and say, you can ask me for help if you like. Yes. And then sort of get that into their heads that they can just ask and then sort of remind them at school, you know, any grown up, you can just say, could you ask, could you help me please? And that's and that gives them the confidence to always know that those grown-ups are there to support them and help them and they can ask for that help at any time they're not sure. So that's one of my biggest things is asking for help. Um, and I, we talked already about recognising their name if they can. That's really great, just being able to recognise it. That's all. And, and getting dressed. So we have um, played lots of games in the past that were on my page and it's like games to help them get dressed. So we play games where you put socks on your hands and raced and and zipping up coats or using their um, fingers for fine motor skills game to get them nice and strong so they can do zips and buttons and things like that. In a classroom where you're trying to zip up 30 coats to get out to play by the time you've done it, you're unzipping the water again again. So yeah. if your yeah. little one can get their coat on and off themselves, they can get their shoes on and off themselves, then that's a really good skill to teach them. And talking of shoes, you want to put a sticker in both their shoes. They can tell left and right. So that's a really good tip that I say to anybody. Put a sticker cut it in half but one in left one in right so you don't come back from school with their feet round the long way love that it is very cute but obviously makes it difficult for them to walk so that is a good <laughs> tip Daisy <laughs> yeah I quite like it when I like it when they wear their shoes with the wrong feet they'll yeah. get it wrong but it seems like they will always get it wrong it doesn't matter how many times they get the chance to do it it will always be the wrong way rounds unless they've got a sticker <laughs> Daisy this has been super helpful thank you so much for getting through as many questions as possible um, as always you can send Des- Daisy um, a DM I'm sure she'll she'll get back to you when she's not doing 101 other amazing things um but yeah thank you it's been such a brilliant support and um we'll get you back on because we didn't get to like hundreds of messages yeah hundreds maybe we'll of do another one in set like just Need before to. they go back to school or something yeah, yeah sounds be great it's been my pleasure thanks for amazing thanks, thanks Daisy. So bye oh my gosh like the fact that it's not that far away and then my youngest is going to be at school. This happened about last year. I know. It's happening, George. It's happening. And it, and, and how do you feel about it? Um, I actually felt fine until <laughs> we did that episode. <laughs> oh. I know. It feels real. No, I'll be fine. No. And all, like, I'm not worried for her. I just think it's a weird... I think it's a weird transition yep. when your youngest goes to school because yes. suddenly you don't feel like you have little children anymore. I think that's what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it will, yeah, it will be fine. I can tell you now that, you, as you know, with Axel, watching Kit loving it and running in and out every day and being so happy and making friendships that he didn't have necessarily before and being part of the gang and having Luna there as well, like, it's such a joy. I know that that's not everybody's experience, but I think 
definitely a time of like settling down period. You remember when he was like lamping people every yeah. day and I would be called in old kits punch someone again. I'd be like, oh God, I've got Phil Mitchell as a son. <laughs> but he's, you know, he really has enjoyed it. Gigi's going to love it. She's super social. No, she, no, she'll be fine. I'm actually really not worried yeah. about her. Um, I'm just, I just what think it's you? a weird, it's just a weird transition, I think, that I hadn't thought about. It's just one yeah. of those things where you focus more on them going to school yes. than like the new phase of life that we're going into yeah. I guess anyway what freedom Las Vegas I was thinking oh my god they could both go to breakfast and after school club like <laughs> every day and that would be like 7.30 in the morning to 6 30. Georgia you seem to have adjusted quicker than we thought I have we should probably I think just wrap like wrap up with our like absolute must have back to school products yes um, just the things that we you know you've used on, with both kids and you know we absolutely love yeah um, yeah, so I'm going to kick you off. Um, this is something that I got for both Luna and Kit, and I actually bought it from Etsy, and it's a Hero water bottle, and it's yeah. personalised, and it's got um, it's got their names on, and obviously I've got a superhero mad son, so I got Kit a Batman one, which she absolutely loves. It's $9.99, we'll link it for you, but mine have to take water bottles in their book bags yeah. with them, and it was just, you know, I said to him, if you know, if you ever feel sad or you miss mummy, just pull out your water bottle and it'll have your favourite superhero on it and your name, and you, you know, like, just little things like that, just which made him feel connected to me, and yeah. obviously, you know, $9.99, it's not going to break the bank, and it's lovely, they use it every day, so yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Um, So this is, I guess, a bit of a, a d- depends where, where your kids are going to school, but mine have to wear logoed, you like, tops but you can buy the bottoms from anywhere and I have tried loads of different brands of school trousers right and for for us at the moment we love the M&S super skinny trousers you get them in a multi-pack Axel has this thing about baggy school trousers um so and so do quite a few of the so do quite the other you know a few of the other boys in his year they cannot bear having loose trousers so yeah M&S super skinny you buy them in a multi-pack for eleven pounds, I want to say, amazing, um, and they uh, they stand the test of a knee slide. So we're all good. Love that. Uh, now, one of the biggest tips that Georgia and I always talk about if your kids are starting school um, this year is labelling oh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, everything down to pants, socks. You know, you name it label it and so we've worked with these guys before but easy to name they're absolutely brilliant they've got loads of different like designs as well so you've got one stickers that stick inside the shoe that don't come off then you've got ones for you know the clothes so that you're not having to like find a sharpie and actually you can write do, yeah, on. like a stamper you can it's, do a stamper and things yeah. like that we love them they're brilliant you can basically label everything now Axel actually has school lunches but this year Gigi's been having packed lunches at preschool and if she does want lunches again at, you know when she starts in reception I would definitely recommend this lunchbox it's from my first years again it's got her name on it already which is one thing I love about my first years but it's also insulated it's a really good size and it's got a strap like so she can put it on her shoulder because oh, I think some you know like the hard lunch boxes they're great but they're quite difficult to carry because yep. if they've only got a book bag they actually have to carry it in their hands yes. so I do think one with a little handle or a strap um, is perfect love that brilliant yeah there you go and as always our dms are always open if you've got any questions around back to school stuff just drop us a message um if you've got time to rate review and subscribe to the podcast that would be amazing plus give us a little follow as well yeah and any subjects you'd like us to cover in these friday q a's these are for you guys obviously so please do drop us dm on instagram at made by mummers and we'll be back on tuesday 
Made by Mamas is an insanity podcast production, and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like, wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com (laughs) 